Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. On this episode of Nothing But Net with Debbie Antonelli, Debbie is joined by Kayla Pointer, the point guard of LSU women's basketball. Kayla talks to Debbie about playing for Kim Mulkey and the impact that Coach Mulkey has had on her as a point guard. Kayla also talks about her uptick in offensive numbers, her veteran and talented teammates, the loud and fun environment that has surrounded the PMAC this year, and also, make sure you listen to find out if Kayla believes her game is more analytical or instinctive. And what three words would she use to describe this year's LSU women's basketball team? All of that and much more on a very fun episode of Nothing But Net with Debbie Antonelli. Well, I can't even believe sometimes how lucky we are to have the kind of guests that we get to have on Nothing But Net. I'm joined by the point guard from LSU, Kayla Pointer, the graduate student playing for Kim Mulkey down there in the bayou. Kayla, come on now. You know how much fun this has got to be, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Sometimes I, I tell people it didn't really even hit me until probably maybe about a month and a half ago that I, I was still walking to practice and be like, oh my God, I'm playing for Kim Mulkey or I'm getting coached by Kim Mulkey. Um, Hall of Fame coach, truly a legend. So I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, you know, God works in mysterious ways, but this fifth year has definitely been fun and I'm definitely enjoying it. Well, you look like you're having fun. Uh, when I watch you play and I look at your numbers, I'm like, you're playing the best basketball of your entire career. All of your offensive numbers are up over your previous numbers, including your ability to score. Why is that? Um, a little bit of confidence. I mean, I've, I've, had confidence in myself, but I've always tried to just continue to get better each year, um, continuing to work on my game in the offseason. But Kim Mulkey's system kind of fits me a little bit more. Um, kind of, I like to say, she kind of gives me the keys to the car. Uh, she's like, hey, we have these couple of offenses, but when we get that ball, we're running and we're going. And when you have great guards and great players around you, like Jalen Cherry and Alexis Morris, that you can kick it up and, you know, they go score the ball or Faustina Fool or Autumn's clearing out rebounds. Um, I think we just have a really, really good team. And I think our experience is actually what people don't really notice that that's what really kicks in a lot for us. Um, but great players around me, great players around me, and they make me look good. And, uh, you know, we're winning games. So that's the most exciting part. I think that's exactly what makes you a great leader is you just named everyone on your team that you get to distribute the ball to or that you get to make a play for, not just making a play for yourself, uh, and, and when you share the love and the credit like that, it definitely comes back, doesn't it, as the point guard? Yes, ma'am, it definitely does. Um, it makes my job easier, you know, when you have, like I said, great players around you. You know, I, I really do enjoy, you know, setting people up. I love making, you know, fancy passes and stuff like that. But I love when Jalen Cherry scores 12 and Lex scores 18 and Foss has 20. Like, when we have that balanced scoring like that, um, it makes us hard to guard. So if we can just continue to, keep, to continue to get better, um, and continue to improve on certain parts of our games and making sure that our weaknesses becomes our strengths, then we're looking to make a run later on in the tourney. Definitely one of your strengths when you talk about Jalen and Alexis and yourself. If you guys all line up on the baseline with the ball in your hands and you race <laughs> to the other end, who wins? Because I don't think anybody has a faster backcourt in the SEC. 
You know, we we kind of say that sometimes too. Um, we're UCS in transition. We're two, three dribbles. We're scoring on the other end. But if we line up, it's probably Lex. Lex, Lex will get that ball in her right hand, and she's going from point A to point Z. I don't know how fast she does it. Um, but when you put all three of us out there together, and one, it doesn't matter who gets the rebound, who's running the point guard, we're all just running our lanes. Um, pretty scary, pretty scary. Kim is one of the greatest point guards in the history of our game. I'm sure you're well aware of everything she's accomplished in the state of Louisiana. How directly has she impacted you as a point guard for LSU? Yeah, um, just her knowledge. Um, I feel like I'm always picking her brain. She's always picking mine. Um, one of our first conversations we had when she first got here, she was just like, hey, we need to run this play. But she made sure that I kind of understood exactly. She's like, okay, I want to do a double stagger. Well, instead of her calling the playoffs, she made me think the game to, in order to know what kind of play to run. And I, that was kind of our first conversation. I was like, wow, like she's really challenging my mindset. Um, but I think even, even simple things as she makes me wanted to go into coaching. Like a lot of times I'll be like, Hey, we should do this. And then like five minutes later, she'll be like, all right, let's run this. And I'm like, dang coach, I just said that. Um, but just having her right there on that sideline, um, always giving me different pointers or she'll call a play and she'll like dribble the side and look for this person in the middle, but just in-game adjustments and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I'm definitely blessed to be able to play for Kim Mulkey. Uh, I can't tell you the amount of conversations we've had that have helped me improve my game. Um, overall goals that we set and stuff for the season, but I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it, but it's not every day that you get to play for, you know, a, a player like, or a coach like Kim Mulkey, but even, you know, such a great player that she was playing the point guard position. So you, when you always have that connection, it definitely works out for you. Well, she's iconic. There's no question about it. Uh, and she is a one name person in our game, just Kim or just Mulkey, either way. Just when Mulkey. You, yeah. Right. I mean, we're going to get into her in just a second. I got one more I want to ask you about your own personal skill set. I want to know from you, is it more of a combination for you of more analytics or is it more instinctive or is it some blend of both that makes you so good at running the team? A um, little bit of instincts. Um, I've always been one to kind of play on my toes. Uh, I would like to say I really I have a really high IQ for the game. I kind of can see stuff happen before it happens. Um, I read the defenses and stuff before it happens, or I kind of, I watch a lot of basketball, NBA, WBA games, lots of college games. Um, so I think that kind of helps me with my knowledge and understanding the game. Um, and then when you put, you know, great kids around you where you can, oh, okay, I'm going to set her up and you know, she's going to knock down a shot or you understand the tendencies of your teammates and stuff like that and their strengths and their weaknesses and you hit them in their sweet spots. Um, I think all of that just kind of plays together. Um, and, you know, I go out there, I do the best I can. I try to be a leader for them. I try to run the ball club um, and whatever that looks like or whatever I need to do for the game, whether that's scoring or whether that's being an assist man for the night or feeding my posts or feeding my guards in their sweet spots. Um, trying to just be an all around player and continue to, you know, have my coaches depend on me and my teammates trust me as well. So, Kayla, I want you to be honest about this because I'm going to tell you the truth. Now, Kim Mulkey's gotten after me. I mean, okay. <laughs> now. She's straight up like, ain't no joke, tell the truth, this is the way yeah. it is. And some people can't handle it. I can handle it. I, okay. I love it. How about you? Yeah, um, I've been one to, I've always had tough skin. Um, and coach, when she said, when they, when she come here, they're like, coach has a way of getting at you mentally. So you have to be able to be strong at, you know, she has her different ways of trying to not necessarily get in your head, but different things to say to push you and make you a better player. Well, what I always tell my teammates is 
that comes a lot with confidence as well. So if coaches getting on you saying, oh, you can't do this or you blah, 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 just, just trying to get on you to motivate you, you have to still have a strong mindset and believe, okay, coach, I got you, I got you, or I can work on it, or I got you back, I won't let you down. But having trust and faith in your own skill set, which comes with, you know, just putting time in the gym and in those early and those late hours that no one else sees. Um, so if you ask me if I'm able to handle, yes, I, I am able to handle it. Um, a lot of times I'm just like, all right, coach, or I'll just laugh with her or she'll hit me on my butt or something like that. Um, but it's challenging for me. It's challenging for me. Um, and definitely has made me a better player, but I'm excited the most about being able to play for somebody that is not, that I'm not related to. So I played for my dad all my life. Then I played for coach Fargus, um, my aunt. And then when you bring Kim in here, it just kind of gave me a different aspect of, you know, the game and just you know, being under someone, different type of leadership that I wasn't related to. So being challenged in different ways, um, like I said, coach challenging my mindset and stuff like that has definitely pushed me, but I um, definitely believe that has made me a better player. I look at it like uh, a different kind of love, right? Um, yeah. Dad, well, I want to ask you about your dad. Um, and then, of course, Coach Vargas, different kind of love. And now you got Coach Mulkey. It's a different kind of love. Some people can't handle tough love. You seem to be handling it pretty well with Coach Mulkey. So we're going to move on past that because I know you're going to give me the same great response that you've been giving about how much you, you love playing for Coach Mulkey. Now tell me about the PMAC because I said when LSU invested in Coach Mulkey and brought her to LSU that the PMAC was going to be like blowing a roof off every game. What's it feel like to be in that environment? Man, it's uh, it's jaw dropping. Like the first game, I don't remember. I think uh, was it might have been Texas A&M was our first home game. So many people were there, um, and we us seniors we've never experienced anything like that. So we walk out, and so many fans, and then coach walks out a little bit later than us, and they cheer for her. But the crowd is just oh my god, it's so loud in there. A lot of times we can't even hear coach what she's calling. She has to do hand signals. Um, but it's fun. It's it's really really exciting. I, I didn't know how much of an impact the crowd had or how much fun it is playing in front of so many so many fans. Um, and even the hype around the South Carolina game, that game right there, I, I, it was just, it felt like a, a national championship game, an SEC championship game. So many people were there. We had almost 9,000 fans there. Um, but just being able to play in front of such great fans, I'm so happy that they're coming out to support us. They definitely do make a difference for us, but as us, for us seniors, I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I look forward to our home games um it's loud when you make moves you make plays especially when we're going to run and coach Kim's on the sideline you know throwing her hands up and down it's fun I'm def I'm definitely definitely enjoying that's probably one of my most favorite parts that I'm enjoying about this year I mean she's working it over there um so the rumor uh that I heard is that that wonderful jacket that she was wearing for that South Carolina game is no longer in existence it might be in shreds I'm trying to see how I can get that jacket I need that jacket Kayla I got that's probably that's my favorite jacket that she's worn this year. And coaches usually, coach usually comes out with some nice outfits. But I was like, okay, because, you know, she walks in the locker room before. And I'm like, oh, okay, coach. Yeah, love that jacket. I, I was a huge fan of it, too. How deep do you think this team can go? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I told Kim when she got the job that you would be hosting first and second round and you would be a Sweet 16 team. Just based on all the energy all I knew that she would bring, uh, what you had coming back, and you were a big piece of that. Um, what, what do you think about that? Your, the NCAA tournament, I know it's farther down the road. You got other goals you want to accomplish, but I just want to ask you about that environment, how you think that might matter in the NCAA tournament. Hosting the first and second rounds, um, 
I I've never been a part of that. We 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 missed the tournament in a couple of years. So when you think about all of that, it's it's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, but I think we can I think we can make a really good run. Um, when you look at our team, we have so many different ways that we can score. Um, I think the strong part of our team is our guards. And when you look at how much Cherry has blossomed into the cherry that we knew she could be all along. And you add a story. Cherry has blossomed. She cherry has, bl- has blossomed. I love cherry it. Has like- blossomed. Yeah. So, and then you bring a stud like Alexis Morris that transfers in and you just have two great guards alongside of me and then boss being dominant and autumn gets every single rebound that comes out there. I think when you put that together and we're continuing to get better, we're continuing to build our chemistry with one another. Um, we're dangerous. We're dangerous when you come and you put that with our defense. See, a lot of people can score, but they don't really care about the defensive end. You kind of just try to, you know, outscore people. Well, we take pride on our defense and LSU always has, but with Kim Mulkey this year, you know, we're playing man to man. We're getting after it a little bit more. Um, and then you throw it with our high power offense. So I think it's going to be tough. Um, I'm really, really excited. I like our chances. Um, I like our chances at a run for the SEC championship. Definitely like our chances at the Sweet 16, but you know, us seniors, we talk about all the time. We're going to try to make this season memorable. And we, and we have a great team here led by Hall of Fame coach Kim Mulkey. So we, we're going to see. We're going to see. But definitely look for us. We're definitely going to try to – we're going to make a oh. run for it. Oh, you're on the map all right. But I will tell you, you know, this podcast, nothing but net, takes zero pride in anything defensive. So we're not even going to go there. I know how good you are defensively. We don't want to talk about defense on this podcast. <laughs> so we're not going to okay. talk about it. If you're, if you're going to define your team – and maybe three words or just three bold statements about, because I, I think sometimes culture and identity become cliches about the way we discuss our game. How, how do you size up three things about your team? Um, I'll say experience is one. Um, like I mentioned before, we're one of the oldest teams in SEC, but a lot of those games that you've seen us pull out has been because we've been in those situations before. Um, not necessarily those game moments, but just understanding our leadership and and being in those different experiences. Um, resilient, I would say resilient is one. Uh, we get down sometimes. Uh, we sometimes teams come out and they punch us first, but, you know, we're like, okay, we're good. You know, we're all right. We'll be fine. We're going to make our run. That's their run. We're going to make our run. And tough. You know, we've been in some dog, some dog fights this year. Um, battled South Carolina, that dog fight with Missouri. Uh, Georgia on the road. Um, but I, I think that just talks a lot about, you know, our team and, and our trust within one another. Um, we trust each other out there. And a lot of that comes from our relationships off the court. You know, we're really, really close off the court. We spend time together. Um, and just when you can when you can care for each other off the court and you bring that on the court, you know, you want to play for each other. You want to go hard for each other. Um, you want you want to see the other you want to see the other person shine. And you're not when if you're OK with, you know, whoever gets the credit, whoever gets the success, nobody cares about that as long as you want to accomplish that last goal, which is winning, then I think that's when you see the teams that have become more, you know, successful when they're unselfish and things like that. Um, so I, I think all of that sums us up. Um, I'm definitely proud of us. Like I said, I, I'm very excited to see where, you know, we'll go. Um, and we're going to see, we're going to see where we take it. How have you handled your newfound celebrity around campus and around Baton Rouge? Because I know you guys are celebrities now down there, right? All the attention, all the focus, um, all of it is good. How have you handled it? Uh, it's been exciting. Um, we know sometimes we walk around campus or even if we come in before the games, people are like, oh, can I get a picture? Or even me, sometimes I'm just walking around like somewhere in Baton Rouge and they're like, oh, that's Kayla. Like, can I get a picture? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, sure. But 
I've never experienced anything like that, but I mean, it's, it's fun. Um, I, I can't say that it, it, it's direct correlation of, you know, what the team and I have been able to accomplish this year. Uh, 17 and two, one of the greatest records, I think, since the Simone Augustus era. Um, but the people in BR are exciting. Um, and if you've been to a football game or, you know, a Saints game, you understand that the Louisiana fans, they, they love their Baton Rouge or they love their, you know, the state of Louisiana, they come out to support you. So to see that support, um, that, you know, men's basketball was getting in the past couple of years with Will Wade now coming out to our games and we're getting that same support from them. They, they mean a lot to us. The fans have made a huge difference from this year. Um, and I'm blessed to be able to, you know, play in front of, uh, thousands of people every single night. I'm going to miss having a game down there during Mardi Gras. I always thought that was one of the best places in college basketball to go. But, you know, now you could go anytime down there because the way you guys got the place, you know, just absolutely rocking. Um, I want to ask you about the WNBA. Um, you may have been on the radar before, but now you're really on the radar. Like now teams, the GMs, coaches, you know, I'm someone that gets calls from those people that ask, you know, what do you think about so-and-so? How about this player? There's a lot of, WNBA people that listen to this podcast. I've had a lot of coaches say that because I've had some athletes like yourself, they get to learn a little bit about you because they may not have had a chance to talk about, you know, to talk to you directly yet. So what do you think about the WNBA? You know, how do you feel about a chance to be a professional playing the sport? Uh, it's a goal that, you know, I've had since I was a kid. Um, it's a goal that my dad and I set out one of our last very conversations that we had together. Um, so I, I feel like I feel like in a sense, the season he's been with me, you know, and I feel mm -hmm. like that goal is something that I have to accomplish because I feel like I'll let him down if I don't. Um, but WBA, you know, so many great players, so many, you know, old heads that are still in the league. And I, I was like, oh, I can't, if, even if I get drafted, like, what if I go to this team and I'm, you know, it's a Sue Bird or a Diana Taurasi. I was like, I don't even know how I would act in that moment because like I mentioned before, I watch so, so much basketball. So to watch those players every single day and then maybe soon in a couple of months be in the same gym with them, it'll just be, you know, I can't even explain it. Um, but I'll definitely be thankful, you know, if I do happen to get drafted. Um, I do believe that I am capable in playing in the league. Um, I have, you know, done my best to improve. Like I always wanted to improve for myself, you know, just always want to focus on my own game. Um, but being a point guard and being a leader of my team, um, just making sure that I can always be dependent on from my players and dependent on from my coaches. But to accomplish the dream of playing in WBA uh, is something that I hope soon in the next couple of months that I will get my name called. Um, and if I don't, you know, I continue to, you know, hit the grind and work hard and try to enter the draft next year. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, I'm listening to you, and, and if I'm a WNBA general manager or head coach, I'm hearing these things. Coachable, high IQ, great energy, terrific leader, infectious, ability to score. You've got all the intangibles. You've got the whole game. If you had a weakness in your game that you thought you needed to work on, what would it be? Hmm. Um, free throws, but that just comes with a mindset, uh, just repetition. Um, but what I have been trying to improve is, you know, my mid-range pull-up game, um, which I have kind of used it a little bit this year, but I've been known to be a driver. Um, I've, I've improved my three-point shooting, so now I'm just kind of trying to get that that middle level so I can be a, a three-level scorer. Um, but that's something that the guards, we work on every single day, and I, I can actually credit Coach Mulkey to me actually having somewhat of a pull-up this year because we drill that every single day, getting to that SEC jumper and hitting those shots, so you see like a a Jalen and a Lex and hit those shots. Those are something that we work on every single day. So that part of my game has improved, um, but always looking to get better, whether that's, you know, 
shooting free throws or improving my three-point percentage, um, putting my assist numbers up, rebounding, whatever I can do to help the team. Um, that's one thing about me. I'm very, very selfless. I don't care what I finish with at the end, what my stats are at the end of the game. I just hope that we win the game and we're on to the next one. Um, so, yeah. The other thing that you, you make me excited about is I know you're highly motivated. You're intrinsically motivated. So you don't need an outside source to get you going. And you mentioned your dad. No kid should have to go through what you went through, losing your dad in his early 40s at such a young age. And for you to be such a young adult at the time, getting ready to start your college career. I know your dad has a lot to do with the way you play and, and where your inspiration comes from. Tell us about your relationship with him and, and how you've used that daily to continue to propel you inside your game. Yeah, um, <clears throat> my dad is, you know, someone that coached me since I was a little, little kid. Uh, he's the one who actually had me start first playing basketball, um, but coached me all the way to middle school, coached me in high school, and I played obviously for him in AU. Um, we used, he was a speed and agility trainer. So, you know, sometimes we'd get up in the morning, he'd be like, Hey, you know, let's go to the gym. And I said, Oh, dad, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. Um, but I thank him to this day because stuff that he made me do when I was younger, I didn't understand why he made me do it before, but it turned me into the player today. And, you know, when I was younger, I was always so much advanced than other people because he had me, you know, doing the extra workouts and doing the late night workouts. Um, but when you lose like someone like your father or lose like your rock or your reason for, playing the game at, in my freshman year, like I, I didn't even know, you know, at times I didn't even know if I wanted to play anymore. Um, I wanted to transfer back home to Georgia just to be by my mom. Um, but it was something that I wouldn't have got through if it wasn't for Nikki, if I'm being honest. Um, and just having my family here to support me, my grandmother, my cousins, is it was a lot better than, I mean, no one wants to go through a tragedy, but I was very thankful to be here around family then off at, you know, another school where I'm alone by myself and having to go through one of the, you know, toughest times of my life. Um, but my story is that is it's very, very different. Uh, sometimes I'm, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm very proud of myself because I know where I was and I know how far in a dark place I was beginning of my freshman year and to see myself where I am today, not about stats, not about, you know, us winning, nothing, nothing really related to basketball, but just to be able to be excited about how far I've come and get back to the person that I was. Um, and as far as my basketball career, I actually set certain goals for myself, you know, to get back to who I was supposed to be all along. I had goals with my father to be all SEC freshman team, those type of things going into college. But obviously when the tragedy happened, um, wasn't able to accomplish that. But sophomore year, I called it my, my bounce back year. So I got, you know, I, I did okay my sophomore year. I got most improved player from LSU. And then my junior year, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try to make all SEC second team. And I was able to accomplish that. So I go into my senior year and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try to make all SEC first team. Um, and then I was able to accomplish that. So my fifth year, I'm like, I set a couple goals for myself, uh, which I'm five, five or six rebounds away from being 1,500, 500, 500 player, which is something I set out for myself at the beginning of the year. So sometimes I, I sit back and I look in the mirror and I have a moment or I have a breakdown because... I'm just so proud of, of myself, you know, how far I've come and just to be able to bounce back. And I, I, you know, I'm like, I feel like I'm strong. I feel like I'm strong a little bit. Um, but when I look back on where I was five, five years ago and not even know if I wanted to play the game and then, you know, having a season I am this year and, and how everything and is working out for me and God is right there with me. I'm just very blessed and, and thankful. And I can't, I can't tell you how much my story means to me though. 
your story means a lot to a lot of people, Kayla, and um, I, I'm proud of you for how you've gone about being such a great ambassador for the game and how you've improved your skill set every year. You're a top 25 player in the country based on ESPN's last uh, scouting report. You are a first teamer in a lot of different ways. And thank you for spending some time with us so we could get a chance to know you a little bit better. I don't know how anybody wouldn't be rooting for you, young lady. Oh, At man. 17 and two, five and one in the SEC, winning three in a row, and you've got some good games coming up. Uh, we're looking forward to watching you finish strong through February and into March. And uh, thank you so much, Kayla, for taking the time to be with us. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it was a pleasure. I really appreciate it.